Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When the framers created the Republic, through the codification of the U.S. Constitution and soon after the Bill of Rights, they understood that the documents put the newly created government on notice that it had limitations and boundaries, that it was not the lord of the people, rather the people were the lords of the government. But 232 years on, our rights are not so assumed. The federal government has overreached to a point where it is tantamount to despotic and bureaucratic devoid of true representation of its people. In the new Concept Action White Paper, Saving the Great American Experiment, now available on Kindle Vela, I explain how we can arrive at a place where the divided American people can begin to heal, a place where the intensity and the power of the divide serves not to destroy, but to rejuvenate the idea of a true union of states. Please go to undergroundusa.com and hover over Goodreads to access the direct link to the Kindle Vela store, then share that link with family and friends. Let's defeat those who seek to conquer us through divide. We can become e pluribus unum again, and the solution found in saving the great American experiment is how. Welcome back to Underground USA. Please check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com. Sign up for our direct mail so that we don't have to access you through the Silicon Valley, uh, I don't know, overlords. I've I've taken to calling them overlords because that seems to be what they are. former Trump cabinet member, and he is a surgeon, he's Dr. Ben Carson. Where do you come down on mask mandates? We need to take a look at what we know already, what has happened over the last year, year and a half. If you've been vaccinated, or if you've had the disease, and you have natural immunity, you are protected. And if you're protected, you're unlikely to give it to anybody else, you're unlikely to get it from anybody else. And we need to deal with that and stop just trying to control people. And, you know, you look at the cities that have had big shutdowns, whereas the cities that have not had big shutdowns, who has done well, who has not done well? You know, that's what science is all about. You look at the data and you make decisions based on that. We don't seem to be doing that for some strange reason. Getting into some duplicitous and deceitful areas with the CDC's new guidelines for COVID masking and their thoughts about passports. Either the vaccines work or they don't. If they work, then no government official should be clamoring for mask mandates. If they don't work, then the government's been lying to us all along. Ever since the Biden administration assumed the Oval Office, We've been told that getting vaccinated against COVID was paramount above all other things. If you didn't get vaccinated, you were dangerous, a threat to society, 
and they sought to ostracize you and compartmentalize you. We were all told the vaccines work. Everyone needs to be vaccinated, they said. Let me do it like Joe Biden. Everyone needs to be vaccinated. Come on, man. But if the vaccines work, then why would we need to regress to wearing masks? If vaccines work, then the only people the unvaccinated are threatening are themselves. And last I checked, in a free country. Well, it's important to remember two very crucial things when we discuss this topic. First, the three vaccines being pushed on the people, the vaccines that will no doubt be mandated more widely by the government and government partnership private corporations, are only in use under an emergency authorization. They have not, by any stretch of the imagination, been put through the appropriate vetting processes applied to all other vaccines and medications. They're not FDA approved. For that reason alone, a mandate to take the vaccine is not only irresponsible, it should be considered criminal. No one should be forced, whether by threat of legal action or through the threat of losing employment, to take a vaccine that even the Food and Drug Administration hasn't fully signed off on yet. That's the stuff of Mengala. The second thing to remember is specific to masks. The overwhelming majority of masks being used by the public and when I say overwhelming majority, I'm talking about 99.9% plus. The overwhelming majority of masks do nothing to prevent COVID transmission. Zero. Nada. The COVID virus is about 0.1 micrometer in diameter. One one-thousandth of a millimeter. The holes in woven cloth masks and the over-the-counter medical-style masks that you see everybody wearing... Those holes are visible to the naked eye, and they range from 5 to 200 micrometers in diameter. I'd explain why this matters further, but if it isn't clear from the juxtaposition of the sizes we just discussed, there's little chance any explanation is going to bear fruit. So, again, if vaccines work, as everyone from President Biden to the CDC insists they do, then why would we need to reinstate the wearing of masks? Further, if the vaccines work, why would anyone, anywhere, need a COVID passport for any reason? Now, as an aside, if they're going to go down the credentials-proving vaccination road, then the argument over voter ID being oppressive and exclusionary simply must end. The political opportunism in it would be the only thing transparent about government today. But I digress. Let's take the debate further on the COVID vaccine and mask and passport and everything else COVID that is being foisted onto the people today. Why is it that neither the White House nor the CDC nor the World Health Organization includes those who have contracted and survived COVID into any equation? It is common consensus in the medical community, that if you have had a virus, the naturally produced antibodies are far superior than synthetically or alternatively manufactured antibodies created from vaccines. Those of us who have had COVID and survived are infinitely better protected from COVID reinfection, be it from the original virus or the variants, than even those who have been vaccinated. So why are those who have survived COVID being manhandled by inconsistent guidelines from the CDC? 
Why are mandates about vaccinations being held over COVID survivors' heads where travel, employment, and inclusion are concerned? Further, when we look at the population statistics surrounding COVID and vaccinations, and we add in those who have survived, who have superior antibodies to COVID than even the fully vaccinated people do, what are the herd immunity numbers then? What are the probabilities for a massive outbreak when those numbers are included? According to John Hopkins University and Medical Center, probably the premier outlet when it comes to COVID at this point in time, because all of the others have proven to be little less trustworthy than John Hopkins. The COVID pandemic produced a mortality rate of approximately 1.8%. That means 98.2% of those who contracted the disease fully recovered. That's not per capita. That's the total number of people infected with the virus. If we were to calculate that to per capita, the mortality rate would be 0.18%. Flipped, that would mean that of the 611,414 people who died out of the 34,603,919 people who contracted the COVID virus, out of the 330 million plus people in the United States, 99.82% of the population was left unaffected. Now, 57% of Americans are reported to have received the vaccine. That totals out to approximately 188 million people and change. Almost five times the number that originally contracted the virus without a vaccine. Calculate into that number the approximately 34 million Americans who have had the virus and recovered. And remember, these are people with more potent antibodies than those who have been vaccinated. Well, you add that number in, and we have two-thirds of the country immune from the original COVID virus and its variants. So again, why the want to reinstate a mask mandate, which, by the way, the federal government has no purview to do? And what would be the purpose of a COVID passport? God forbid that lunacy ever becomes mandated. The answer is pretty simple, if you want to be honest with yourself, which, admittedly, is hard today given the full-blown propaganda initiative being executed by the White House, Congress, the CDC, the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, big tech social media, and the total of the mainstream media. The answer is this. Control. The political powers in control today are in the midst of one of the boldest transitions of American society in the history of our nation. That transition will be easier executed if the masses can be controlled by a killer pandemic. And as we saw with Chuck Schumer trying to piggyback climate alarmism onto the COVID fear-mongering, there are crises waiting in the wings should people bore of being bullied by the purveyors of COVID hysteria. Americanism is kismet with individualism. This is why we have a Bill of Rights and a specific reference to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness being God-given in the preamble to our most important document, the Declaration of Independence. Our rights, our individualism, are inalienable because they are natural law, not because they're bestowed upon us by the government. Yet today, the government is attempting to co-opt the domain of our rights through the advancement of one false crisis after another. Pretty damn Alinsky of them. If they can keep the people balkanized, if they can keep the people divided, 
they can more easily pit one demographic against another to maintain the uncertainty of chaos, which, in turn, facilitates their coveted transformation of the United States of America. I've had COVID. It was a bitch. But without vaccines or advanced treatment beyond ivermectin, over-the-counter, a quinine tincture, the basis for hydroxychloroquine derived from chicona bark, zinc, and some over-the-counter vitamins, I made a quick and full recovery, existing today with superior antibodies to those who simply got vaccinated. I didn't wear a mask. I didn't infect anybody else. I took my own health into my own hands, did my research, and I survived COVID. No worse for the wear. So why should I have to wear a mask? Or be prohibited from attending public events? Or denied my right to travel freely? Or associate with whomever I choose? Who the hell are Dr. Fauci, Jen Psaki, Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, and Nancy Pelosi to tell me that my rights about my health and my life are being restricted because I won't inoculate myself unnecessarily with a vaccine that has never gone through a full vetting process. No, there's more politics than science associated with COVID, contrary to what the politicians say and what the mainstream media keeps parroting. There has never been an honest debate on COVID treatment or toxicity. Never. Social media didn't allow it. Mainstream media didn't allow it. The Democratic Party didn't allow it. The powers that be who sit in the Oval Office today didn't allow it. And I, just one of the multitudes who hold the same opinion as I do, will not inject myself to be an ipso facto test subject for any pharmaceutical company. And I won't be a lemming to a manhandling, bullying federal government that is supposed to answer to me as an American who exists with the rights of individualism bestowed upon me by my creator and not any government. Well, to bastardize a Johnny Paycheck song, take your mask and shove it. I ain't wearing one no more. Stand up. Push back. Resist. Be American. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. I'm a COVID survivor, and I didn't need anyone from the government to tell me how to take care of my health. We'll be right back after this. Take this job and shove it. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, 
This ain't your mama's tea. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.